Well, my first thing is that, okay, before we hit record, I was eating a little snack and okay. I have to tell you about it. Okay. they Have you heard of them? They are the animal cracker, dipped animal cracker in like Reese's peanut butter and okay. chocolate. No, but they, I love animal okay. crackers. Okay. Love well, them. you will, you will love this. If you like Reese's and you like animal yes. cracker crackers, you will love this. It's Reese's brand. And then it's literally okay. an animal cracker cracker half of it like one side of it is dipped in the peanut butter and one side oh, of it is yeah. dipped in the chocolate you've sold me you've it's sold so me. good and if you go to just like target or whatever you'll find like a little bag of it for like uh-huh. pro- like three bucks but if you have a sam's club or costco membership i don't know if it's at costco but it's definitely at sam's club oh are you a sam's club girly uh, okay don't get me started <laughs> We used. I'm, to, I'm a Costco girl. Okay, I am too. And we used okay. to be Costco. We used to be Costco. Got Sam's Club for free through his last job. His last job, and like we just mm. stuck with it. So he got a year of it for free. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Well, let's just switch over to Sam's Club." And I was like, not happy about it, but I said, "We'll give it a try." And then, mm-hmm. of course. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Get me back to Costco. And he said, okay, fine. But then he let the auto. Um, no, like auto yeah. renew. Yes. He let it auto renew. Um, so that was very upsetting. Um, well, anyways. Yeah. You can use so, my Costco membership. Yeah. So I am. I know I need to like whoever has a Costco membership, just like hit me up and all. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. So my husband still or like uh, this was our second year of sam's club and he agreed after the second year that it was not as good as costco so let's switch it's over not. it's I just the brands yeah it's just the uh, honestly the options and the brands are so much better and costco has a lot more organic options than mm-hmm. sam's they club do. so anyway so i think we'll switch back over to costco after this year but um Sam's Club does have this jumbo bag of these Reese's mm. dipped cracker, uh, animal crackers, and they are so good. What we do is we put them in the fridge Ooh, and yum. then they're cold. Oh my gosh, they're so good. Anyways, so if you're at Costco and you look, they might have them. I don't well, know. But Costco does have try. my favorite snack from Costco is the pretzels. They're pretzels, but they have. Um, uh, it's like the Girl Scout Thin Mint, uh, like brand, and it's like pretzels dipped in the Girl Scout Thin Mint, like mm. chocolate, and it's so good. Which Thin Mints are my favorite Girl Scout cookies. <gasps> they're Ugh. my favorite too. I wow! Love them. Wow! Look at us! <laughs> look at us go! Oh, they're so good. <laughs> they they're are so, literally the, so best, the best. Yeah, thing ever. The best. Yes. Um. Also, I have another question. Are you or like okay, not really a question, but like. Do you have any, um, like Valentine's day plans? Mm. Like I know. So Gracie's having a little Galentine's party next yeah. week, but I outside am. of that, do you have any Valentine's day plans? <laughs> um, no, uh, my, no, my fiance and I, we always really just do like takeout or something. Yeah. Like, we don't really do, like, we really don't do anything for Valentine's day. Truthfully, um, as Lydia said, I'm a Valentine's day girly. So usually I do a Valentine's day get together and then my fiance and I will just do something small, okay. which 
that makes me sound like a bad partner but like no I feel no I honestly like I I, we kind of talked about this a little bit today I just feel like Valentine's Day can get overwhelming and so Mm -hmm. we usually stay at home as well but I'm thinking about taking myself out (gasps) you should Okay, so I, I well, I must, I was mistaken a little bit. So here's what happened. So there, there was this trailer for a movie that popped up okay. on my Instagram, and it's called Lisa Frankenstein. I don't know if yes, you've seen the trailer. Yes, okay, I have. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, love this. I need to go see it because mm-hmm. it looks really good, and it has freaking Cole Sprouse in it. Love yes, the Sprouse love, twins. Love Cole Sprouse. Okay. Okay, but what, which one – did you watch Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Of course I did. Okay, which one were you like – that? he's my boyfriend, though. Were, yeah, were you? I, I was against the mainstream. Of course I was. Cody. Oh, of course my. you were. I was Zach. You know I was. Yes, you know I was I'm, Zach. Yes, yeah. I'm not surprised. Uh, so I'm surprised. still to yeah. this day – because well, just a little side note. I was a Cody girl, and then I was a um, Riverdale girly for a yes. couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm still I, a Cole Sprouse I, fan. I feel mm-hmm. that. So, no. And now I'm, like, definitely on Cole Sprouse and Dylan Sprouse train. Mm-hmm. Like, I love them both. Dylan anyways, and Barbara are so cute. Oh, so, like, I, yeah. yeah. Anyway, love, love, love yeah. the Sprouse love. So, Cole is in the movie. So, I was like, oh, that's great. Like, I, I need to go see it. And then I, like, was mistaken because it said only in theaters February 9th, which is tomorrow at the time of our recording. And so I was like, oh, like, only in theaters, only on February 9th. Like, I took that as, like, I hate when you do that. I know. Because I was like, that makes it sound like it's only in theaters literally one day on February 9th. Is is, Is that what it means? No, it's it's. It's in there. It's like, like, oh, just starting on February 9th. Just starting February 9th. So I had it in my head like, oh, I have to go on Friday Mm -hmm. to see this movie. My husband will not be available to take me on to the movies tomorrow after I get out of work. So I'm considering taking myself um, to the movies tomorrow. You should take yourself to the movies. I honestly, like in college, that was my favorite thing to do because I would just, yeah. Because like, like $5 movie too, just Tuesdays. Yes, exactly. My mm-hmm. college town had college students got into the movies for like, uh, yeah, five bucks or something yeah. like that. So mm-hmm. anyways. I love going to the movies. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's the best. So It is the best. Anyways, I just had to throw that in there. I might be doing that tomorrow. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, if you do so. it tomorrow, next week, you can give us a your uh, thoughts. Yes, yes mm-hmm. I will give you all the thoughts on on how the movie was, but... Okay, well, are we ready to get started? Let's do it. All right. Well, hello and welcome to She Made Me Read It, where we talk about all things books and who made us read them. That's Gracie. And that's Lydia. And today we are doing our Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, whatever you are celebrating. We are doing our favorite romance novels in celebration of this holiday. Yes. So this is all Valentine's Day themed are just our, some of our favorite romances that we have read over the last however many years and mm-hmm. just absolutely love yes. um, to get you kind of in the mood for Valentine's Day if you yeah. need it. So that's what we'll be talking about today. It's going to be kind of like a, you know, just round robin. Rapid, yeah, rapid um, fire. Just rapid a little bit fire. About yes. And very informal. I don't know about you, but I did not write any notes for either. this. <laughs> I have, but so I, I didn't write any notes, but I have been so thrilled about this. Oh, episode. me too. I'm so excited. I think it'll make it even better that we don't have any notes just so that we can be like, yeah, very, um, 
you know, like on the spot with our thoughts about mm-hmm. the book, like when we yes. first read it. So, and neither of us know what books we have come become or come yes. prepared surprise. to talk about it. Yes. Surprise episode. So surprise. anywho, should I go first or should you go first? I don't know. Um, how many do you have? Um, I have two, maybe three. Okay. Depending on, depending on how much I, time. I kind of went overboard. Um, oh, no. <laughs> have, I come, have I come on? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. So, well, I have two that are like kind of in the same category. So I'm going to be presenting them together. Okay. Um, okay. And then I have a few others. So a few others. <laughs> what? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I literally was just like walking we, through my shelves no, and I was like, no. You guys, we talked about this today and I told Lydia, I was like, well, I was like, how many books are you doing? And she was like, oh, I don't know. And I told her, I told her that I only had two, maybe three. Cause anyway, I I mean, no, I think two, maybe three is perfect. I okay. literally just went overboard and I was like, let's just pull every book you know that what? has ever Actually, meant anything to me. <laughs> I love your energy. It's bringing the vibes for this episode. Yes. yes. Um, so, okay. How about I go first really quick yes. and then just to like get one of mine out of the way and then we can start with yours. You know what? I, and you know what, you guys, I'm calling it now. I do feel like I have, I feel like we may have a book that's the same. Oh, yeah. I'm nervous. I, I only think, I, I don't know. I'm I just so had, excited. I've just been like, I don't know. Like I, for like the past couple of weeks, I've just gotten a vibe. Like I was just like, Oh no, call it, call it intuition. But if that happens, I'll be like, okay, I have one book. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I'm nervous that uh, no, now you're making me nervous because I don't think you've read any of the books that I'm going to present today, actually. Okay, then never mind. This so, good. but there's, I, I do want to say there's a lot that I looked at that did not make the cut, but that doesn't mean I don't absolutely love them. Like, I didn't include, um, the dead romantics, even though it's yeah, like one of my, I even though it's include. one of my favorites, we've already covered it. And I just wanted Same. to get some fresh, fresh new ones in. Well, that one. And it, like, even I was thinking about bromance book club. Cause you guys know, yeah. I love that book, but I didn't yeah. include it because yeah. I mean, wait, we've already done a pot episode on yeah. it. Um, but anywho, no, I'm excited so, to hear what books. Yeah. Honorable mentions yes. to literally every book I've ever read because I, I mean, <laughs> and I think I've, I think every I've single mentioned book this I've ever before. Read. I think I've said this before, but like, I absolutely, Absolutely. Just every book I read, I'm like, nothing below four stars for me. Like, I love it all. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so truly every book I've read is is my favorite. I love it all. But these are definitely books that either I've come back to. I kind of went with with like one of them that I'm going to present first is like kind of where it started for me. Okay. And then like my, my romance journey and then everything else is just books that I've loved that I've read within the last couple of years that like, I kind of come back to, to reread mm-hmm. anyways. So let's, let's dive in. I am so okay. excited to hear about what books you're talking about. Okay. So first I have the summer I turned pretty trilogy. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Makes okay. sense. <laughs> okay. So this book, I read this for the first time in high school. Um, I think I said this in our introduction episodes uh, episode as well. Um, I had my friend group where we just like would pass around. We'd like all check out books at our high school library and then we would read, read it and then pass it on to the next person in our group so they could read it too. That's so fun. It's so much fun. I mean, truly like high school, as far as like reading, you know, young adult romance, it was just like the time to be alive. Like I loved it. It was like my friend group. We just like bonded over it. It was great. So I read this in high school. Absolutely fell in love with it. it there are three books. It's definitely YA. 
and you'll obviously like when you're reading it, it, it is a YA book. Like it's definitely very young. Um, but I, I say, I, I never say like to shy away from reading a YA. I think like Mm -hmm. no matter your age, like no matter how young the content might seem, I just think that they can still be really, really special. I will say, yeah. YA books can still really be, be really, really good in what you need in that moment. Yes. So I think no matter what age you are, definitely still try it out. But if you also have someone who's young in your life who you want to gift them a book, I would definitely, this is where I would start. I love it. Um, So if you don't know anything about The Summer I Turned Pretty, this features a young woman, (laughs) a girl (laughs) named Belly. Well, her full name is Isabel, but she, her family and friends, they all call her Belly. And basically it's about her life with the Fisher boys who are her mom's best friend's sons. So there's Conrad and Jeremiah, and they've all basically grew up together. Belly has another or has a brother named Steven. So it's Belly and Steven and then Conrad and Jeremiah, Jeremiah, and then their two moms who are best friends. And basically they all grow up together going and spending their summers at Susanna, who is Conrad and Jeremiah's mom, her family beach house. So they go every summer, they spend the whole summer together and they've been doing this literally since Belly was like in the womb. Mm -hmm. So she's grown up with these boys. And of course she develops a crush on the oldest Fisher boy. Yes. The oldest Fisher boy, Conrad. And also by the way, we're not doing any spoilers. So just oh, so you know. Yes, we should have mentioned forgot that. to mention that, but that's no okay. spoilers. No spoilers. But um anyway, so she has always had a thing for Conrad. And so it's kind of just like going through like the first summer where like she's kind of maturing, um, and kind of just coming into her, her own and realizing that she is, you know, turning into a young woman. And of course the boys start to notice that as well. So of it's just they kind do. of it's Yes, it's a little bit of a then and now kind of just showing mm-hmm. you like their life when she was younger and then the summer now whenever she, you know, quote unquote turns pretty, which um, some people have a problem with that name, but like, get over <laughs> it. Like, it's not big. <laughs> get over it, people. Anyways. Um, but it, wait, so, wait, yeah. people, the, the name of just saying pretty? The, or summer like this- I, the summer I turned pretty. Like, people think it's kind of like. I, I oh. don't know, like she's being pretentious and that like, oh, just like all of a sudden she turns pretty and then the boys have an interest in her, which like, oh, it's so much more than that. So yeah. um, mm-hmm. anyways, I read this in high school. Absolutely loved it. It was like literally a staple for me in high school. And now if you didn't know, they're <gasps> yes, TV, it's a TV show. I was going to ask and, you what your thoughts were about uh, it. And honestly, we might need to do a full episode on this book at some point because I need to, I need to read it first because uh, I did. Yes. I did promise you that I would read it before I watched yes. the TV so show. Gracie needs to read it so that we can do a full deep dive episode into this because I have a lot of thoughts about the TV show. First of all, just what you need to know is that I love it. Um, definitely recommend reading the book and then watching the show because in my opinion you definitely get different thoughts and vibes from the show than you to do be expected mm-hmm. yes so which is to be expected but like honestly jenny Hahn, um who is the author of this book she has produced some other of her her books have come into mo- movies and shows and stuff she's you know, not a right. super big stranger to the game, but she's actually one of the writers on the show for the summer. I turned pretty. And she has oh. a lot of, she has a lot of autonomy within, you know, what happens on the show. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
it's she just does such a good job with with the show and i really like it i recommend reading the book though first and then watching the show if you haven't read the book yet um I yeah, feel like reading, so, reading the book first is always a safe Always, bet. always, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, love this book. Highly recommend. And I do just want to mention that I am Team Conrad. <laughs> and if you're Team Jeremiah, you have no right being here. So yeah. get out of I'm here. Just, have- I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Team Conrad all the way. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, well, it's, okay. Well, now I'm going to have to form an opinion whenever I yes. read it. Oh, I'm, okay. I, that's like the biggest question I'll have for you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do, do, wait, do you think, just out of mere curiosity, we'll revisit this when I read it. Do you think I'd be Team Conrad or Team Jeremiah? I don't know. I could almost see you being, no, you, okay, no, you'll definitely be Team, team Conrad. You might be Team Jeremiah in the beginning. <laughs> Here's what I think is going to happen. You're going to okay. be Team Jeremiah and then you're going to switch to Team Conrad. Okay. Um, I could see you though. <laughs> watching the show if you watch the show first without reading the book i could see you being team conrad 100 percent of the time though okay. okay anyways but i think with the book though you'll be team jer first and then you're gonna switch so okay. that's my opinion hmm. <laughs> intrigue okay okay <laughs> oh my gosh okay is it my turn ah, it's so your Okay, well, going I, I just along, love this. It's so I know, like I, lo- so I love the surprise. Yes. Okay. okay. Well, going along with the themes of books that were adapted into TV, <laughs> um, I have presenting to you the Viscount Who Loved Me, which is a British Bridgerton <gasps> yes. book yes, um, yes, by yes. Julia Quinn and. You know what? I had like, I feel like this book or this series itself is so popular right now because of the TV series. Um, yes. So I was like, is this too, like, has everybody read this? But then I was like, I don't really care because this book, no. I love this book I so agree. much. I agree. Um, I mean, well, okay. So I've never read it, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to read it. I've watched the shows. I know I just said mm-hmm. it's always important yes. to read the books first, but I have watched the shows. Honestly, to be honest, I didn't know that they were books. When I watched the really? show, I oh. didn't. So I, and kind of not my fault, but I, I know you love them. I do. And so I know I need to read the books. Okay. You so do. tell me which book though, which couple this one focuses okay. on. I, yes, I am so happy to dive into this because when I read this book, it literally like, this was one of those books where I read it and I was like, I am obsessed with this. I have reread it multiple times. Um, this book is Anthony's story. So it's Anthony and Kate, which is technically season two of okay. Bridgerton. However, I would like to point out right now that the TV series is very different than the book. So um, yes. I, I favor the book, which again, no one's surprised by um, surprised by that. But the... I part of the reason I like the TV show and the books so much is because they have the same characters, but the they did them very differently. So I feel like um, I feel like I love them both in different ways. But yeah, the book, um, this book is so much better than the TV series, and I and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit why. But this will still be no spoilers, even if you like, even if you've seen the TV show, haven't seen the TV show, read the book, haven't read the book, whatever it may be, no spoilers. Don't you worry. I got you. Anyway. So Anthony, (laughs) here we go. Here we go. Um, Anthony is the eldest Bridgerton brother. So he technically is um, the Viscount. He, his father died when he was very 
young. I don't, I can't remember exactly what age, but his father died. And so he had to assume the responsibilities of his family um, at a young age, which is literally just crazy to think about like being in that time period and living like he had so many younger siblings. He had his mom, like he literally became head of the household at like as a teenager, which is just crazy. And he was very, very close with his dad, which plays a very big role which plays a very big role in the story because he has a lot of childhood trauma that goes along with him, his father's death. So Anthony is, you know, he's broody. He, he, know, he knows what he wants and he gets it. Like he, he just always gets his way. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yes, he yeah. always gets his way. And he has been like, up until this book, he's just does he just like, doesn't really care about finding a wife. Like he is, um, a notorious rake as they call them, like literally just a playboy will just like have sex with anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally just like, yeah, he's that boy, but then yeah. that man, sorry, that man. Anyway. So then he decides this season that it's time for him to find a wife. He's like, you know what? It's time. I want to find a wife. And he kind of goes into, um, finding a wife, like viewing it as just simply kind of like a business proposal almost like he's like, yeah, I just want, I want to find somebody who will, um, help carry on the family line, who is intelligent, who is pretty, uh, who basically has all like the check marks of being a good wife, but he wasn't marrying for love. And of course, that kind of deals with his daddy issues, but you get into that in the book. And so he's going on to find um, his, you know, his perfect wife. Well, he meets this woman um, named Edwina and he's like, yes, she's flawless. Like literally she is intelligent. She's pretty. Like I'm not sexually attracted to her. She, she'll do like, cause he did not, he really did not want love. Well, of course, um, Edwina is not a love match, but her older sister, Kate, um, is a fiery soul who's dropped out gorgeous and clashes with Anthony. They literally butt heads. It's your classic enemies to lovers. Um, anyway, so they like, it is, that's just kind of it in a gist. And then of course the book is about their love story, but um, everything about this book just made me so happy. Cause y'all know that I love an enemies to lovers. Number one. Number two, the enemies to lovers was done so well because they literally are like the sexual tensions there. They're fighting. They're both their characters are very independent and powerful and just um, really fun to read about. And there's really funny scenes. There's really heartfelt scenes. And like, it is just perfection. And then my favorite part about this book, though, it is it just it doesn't just um, it doesn't just stop at like they fall in love and that's it. Like they, they finally realize that they love each other and they're more than they're, they're not enemies they're, or friends. They are lovers, whatever. They kind of have an epiphany with themselves and they figure out that both of them have childhood trauma, um, that both of them are kind of dealing with these like really deep, like battle scars, if you will. And they help each other throughout the book, get over those, um, get over those traumas and get over the things that like we're stopping them from making um, a really perfect pair. So Anthony and Kate like really help each other get over their childhood traumas and literally anything that's stopping them from making, from being a good partner, which I just absolutely love when a couple has those really real conversations and those really real problems that would actually be real conflicts in a relationship, but it's still right. this beautiful, like, um, 
just this beautiful romance book. Anyway, I, I just loved it. That's, that's the moral of the story is I loved it. It was, it made me laugh. It made me cry. It just, the, the characters were perfect. The love story was perfect. It was a classic, very well done enemies to lovers. And that's your favorite, I just, right? Yes. I okay. love enemies to lovers. Ugh. Um, so I do highly recommend five out of five. It is my favorite Bridgerton book. My second favorite is Colin and Penelope's book, which um, oh, I'm so which, excited yes, for their season, which we will do an episode about that because yes. oh my in gosh, May when I'm it comes so out, excited. so excited. Yes. Anyway. Awesome. Um, I highly recommend the Bridgerton series. It is popular for a reason and it is so fun to read about. So that so is good. all I'm going to say. Um, and yeah, go read about Anthony because he's amazing. Yes. And I love him. Okay. And I also love Kate. Kate's a, anyway, anyway, keep going. I'm done. (laughs) I could talk all day, but go. I know. Like a lot of these, like we haven't talked about. So like, I truly feel like we will be coming back to some of these in the future. We will. Episode on. Uh Okay. So my next, my next one, I'm doing a duo and they are not necessarily similar but they each have one specific component that is within the same realm and i'm not going to tell you what the component is because it will give away it's not going to give away the plot but i feel like it's kind of like a um it's just a spoiler if i tell you what it is you find out what it is within the first few chapters um but it's still kind of like one of those moments where you're yeah, like, oh, for sure. okay, okay. Would be nice not to know it going into it. So the books are Maybe Someday by Colleen Hoover okay. and Archer's Voice. Oh, Archer's Voice is on, is on my TBR. Yes, because I mm-hmm. keep telling you to read it. Yes. And I need, oh, wait. And We've had I this need you to read it so multiple times. times because I need you to read it. I'm going to, this is another one of those books that I'm going to bully you into reading because mm-hmm. it's like truly one of my favorite books. I love it. Okay. okay well, the last so, time you bullied me into a book, it was <laughs> very sad. Is, will this one be sad? Uh, no, it has a happy ending. I mean, okay, there's good. sad components, but it has a happy ending. Okay, um, at least I can rest assured yes uh so in the excitement of things gracie and i realized (laughs) that we have not been sharing who made us read these books Mm. um so we're gonna we're gonna jump back to the first books that we both shared at the end and tell you who made us read them um but i will go ahead and tell you now who made me read these books um maybe someday my sister made me read this i guess because she got me on to colleen hoover she gave me Mm. verity by colleen hoover first and then she gave me a couple of her other books and so i kind of got it in my head like i need to read every single colleen hoover book so of course um why wouldn't of course because why wouldn't i that's what i did their her books are just very bingeable like like you pick it up and like you read just a few chapters and you're like i need to finish it right now I actually have not read any Colleen Hoover and it is because, um, which I feel silly saying this, but I know that you'll understand Lydia. It's too mainstream. <laughs> yes. It, Gracie, it became too mainstream. Yeah. Gracie does not like to go with the grain. She does not like yeah. to do what the others are doing. So I totally understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I get it that also Colleen Hoover is not everyone's cup of tea. Totally get that. So her, but like I said, her books are just very bingeable. Like you're going to pick it up and you're going to like want to finish it within the same day think, and they're easy to finish in the same day. So I think it's the, I think the reason I'm, 
I and I will read Colleen Hoover. Let me just state yeah. that. Like I will read her. But I think whenever I first like started hearing all about her books, books, there were so many opinions. So I would just wanted to like wait until totally. yeah, dive down. Or totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally you get, get it. That. You get it. Anyway, please um, continue. Yeah. But this is my favorite Colleen Hoover book. Uh, maybe someday. Oh, it's your favorite. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, again, there is a special Again, these two are not, these two books are not the same as far as plot goes. Um, but they have, they both have a similar component. Okay. And again, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's very specific. And for some reason, I absolutely love it. And if you, if you read either of these books, you know what I'm talking about. And I don't know what it is, but like anytime this, this little small feature is, in specifically one of our our like male main character, I just absolutely love it. I, I, I it up. why do I feel so, like I know what you're talking about? <laughs> I don't know if you do or not, but um, don't gonna, say it because I don't want to give it away. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to, but I I think I know. Okay. Anyways, so maybe someday is about a girl named Sydney, and basically she's like enjoying life. She's having a good time. She's living with her roommate, Tori, who's like her best friend and everything's going great until she realizes that her boyfriend Hunter is cheating on her. And again, not a spoiler all on the back of the book, but yes, right off the bat, we find this out. Me too. Find this out. And I do also want to say, I am like, I, I do not, read books about cheating like if there's a big cheating moment that like is really awful i cannot do it but this one though is very quick and easy it's right off the bat and you get over it it's great so anyways basically she finds that out and she kind of just finds herself in this like this moment of of needing to find a new place to live and Mm -hmm. she's kind of like trying to figure out what she wants to do with her life and that's when she meets her attractive neighbor and his Mm. name is ridge and ridge basically takes her in um lets her stay with him and his other roommates and he's a musician yeah he has other roommates but yeah it's very innocent um it's very innocent but he brings her in and they he's a musician and she's also a songwriter. And so they kind of bond over that. So oh, she kind of helps him. Yeah, she helps write songs for his band and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And it's just like really, really sweet. Um, so, so basically, it just kind of shows the tale of their friendship. And it talks about betrayal and romance and all these other things. Again, I don't want to get too deep into it because I don't want to give away a lot of what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a really beautiful relationship that she starts to form with Ridge. And you kind of, again, you see like that friendship grow and like they build like this beautiful music together. And it's just like the Aww. sweetest, it's just like the sweetest love story. Honestly, it's just like really innocent and sweet. And I just absolutely loved it. Um, now, about cheating, I do want to mention that I just kind of remembered about this book. If you have an issue with cheating, Um, I do want to say this. This is a small spoiler. So if you don't want to hear this, fast forward just a couple minutes. But Ridge is in a relationship at the time that he meets Sydney. Um, And that relationship Mm. is very complicated. And you learn more about it in the book. Again, I am not one that normally does well with cheating 
moments in a book. I usually will run the other way. I can't handle it. Um, it's just one of my triggers for me. But this one, I was able to do it and I found myself um, growing attached to all of the characters involved. I'll just say that. Okay. And this book is a part of a series. So we do have this first book that that focuses on Sydney's story. And then there's a little mini novella. And then there's a second book or like a full second book. And it focuses on Bridges' girlfriend um, that we meet in the first book. So we do kind of get a redemption there. We get to see more of her life and her story. And I highly recommend, especially if you have an issue with like a little bit of that you know, potential, um, cheating scenario again, small spoiler there, but if you have an issue with it, I'm assuming that's why you're listening to this. Um, and so we do get to see kind of the full circle moment. I highly recommend reading the second book as well. If you're going to read the first book, just so you can get that. So, okay. Spoilers over for those of you who had to skip ahead. Um, okay. And then Archer's voice again, I'm not going to give too much away because the little feature I, that I love. This book has actually been recommended recommended to me by you, but also yes. other people too. So it is very yes, well it's liked. It's so good. I am pretty positive that who made me read this is TikTok or BookTok. I don't remember a specific person that made me read this. I just remember seeing it on Instagram multiple times and like needing to read it. But okay, this one is about a girl named, oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I forget um, characters' her names name. all the time. Oh yeah, me too. Okay, so sorry. This this is about a, a character named Bree. Her name is Bree, and basically she kind of like is going through a big life. She needs a big life change. Okay, she kind of went through something a little bit traumatic, and so she packs up her bags and she drives to this really small town in Maine. It's this like small, um, I think it's a lake town or some sort of immediately some sort yes. of water town. Yeah. Some sort of water yeah, town. I love that. And it's this really tiny community. She finds this really small cabin. I feel like we've all kind of had these like moments of like, I would love to just like pick up my life literally drop mm -hmm. everything and pick up a bag and just just drive to the near like a small yes. town with the lake or whatever and just rent a small shitty little cabin and work at the diner in town or work at the bookstore or wherever and just like live my life that way you know what i mean yeah no yes i fantasize <laughs> I think uh, yeah. mine's going to Vermont and working at a bookstore, but that's exactly. just fine. There you that's go. That's, <laughs> that's, that's perfect. So basically that's what she does. So she picks up her bags. She goes and she finds, she rents this little, this little teeny tiny house and she just, she finds a job at the diner and it's just like a nice change for her. It's what she needed. Mm -hmm. And that is where she meets Archer Hale. Hence okay. Archer's, Archer's voice. Uh -huh. Okay. And so basically she soon quickly like finds out that Archer is kind of like the town um hermit, I guess. I don't know. Oh, like I, just the I town, love a good which hermit. I love. I know I love. I love. I love. That's I like I love a hermit. That's one that's one aspect that I love. It's not the key component of 
about these mm-hmm. two books that like I just absolutely love every time I find it in a book. But like it definitely that is like, oh, I love that. Yes. Like I love a like, recluse. The recluse. Yeah. Just like everyone in town knows to stay away from him, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she is like very intrigued by him right off the bat. She's like, I need to know more about this guy. I need to figure it out. And so she kind of starts on this journey of like trying to become his friend. And um, I don't know, just, yeah, just befriending him and trying to get him to open up to her. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, wow. Wow. It, it's, <laughs> it, I have come back to this book so many times to reread it just because again, it's so innocent and it's so loving and I just I just absolutely love this book. It I, again, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give away any spoilers, but truly like just one of the sweetest books. It's also very drama packed, which you might really? not, you might not expect from what I've been saying, but it's yeah. very drama packed. It's it's almost like a movie. It's like there's so many different like dramatic things going on. Um so that aspect in it is really fun um again you do get a happy ending but there's a lot that happens that's just kind of like oh my god like back and forth and i kind of love that though like it's almost like the cw you know it's like wow (laughs) anyways so that aspect is in it it's just so good and again both of these books i don't know I, I don't know if it's in relation to the component that I have been hinting at, but it's just like the innocence of it all. And okay, this is just like one little key feature, minor spoiler, minor, minor spoiler, but Archer is a virgin. And oh. I just, I don't know why, but I just like love that. Oh, see, I don't, I don't know if I feel the same. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. I, it it depends on how it's written for me yeah. because I feel like if it's, if it's too much, um, like if, if, if it's too much where like the man is just so inexperienced where it's like, it, no, like, I, I'm thinking of a to, particular to me, book that we've both read. Um, <laughs> unhinged. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I should say that. You probably should cut that out. <laughs> No, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it because anyway, if we, you will, we will talk about unhinged yes, another we, time. We will, co- we will come back but, to unhinged. But just Google it, okay? Yeah, we will talk about unhinged another or time. Search it, search it on Book Talk, and you'll understand. Anyway, okay. There was a yeah. man that was really okay. inexperienced. That it's not like that at all. Okay. It's okay. not okay. like that at all. No ick to be seen with this book. It okay. truly that is makes me like feel better. I think she wrote it beautifully and. You still get that masculine side of Archer, but like okay. you also get kind of like I said, the innocence of it too. Okay. So I think I think that would be okay for me. I just yeah. feel like Unhinged really turned me off to like the whole Virgin thing because it was it was weird. Anyway, look it up. Yeah. We, we yeah, will talk yeah, about yeah. it later. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyways, okay, you're up. Oh. 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 Great. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was it. Wow. Okay. First of all, I would like to say that both those books sound really good. Um, Thank you. And I. I I do need to I need to hop on the Colleen Hoover train. I will eventually, and I will definitely be reading Archer's Voice. Yeah, as well. it's those. Like I said, I don't want to give too much away with both of those because mm-hmm. there's just a lot that happens, and again, a lot of the stuff is surrounded by that key component that I don't want to mention. So yeah, but so just mysterious. trust me, they are both. If you want like a sweet little, uh, not even little, like if you just want to kind of a sweet, a sweet, like heartfelt, like it's going to make you feel good book. That's like, for me, that's Archer's voice a hundred percent. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm excited okay, to read go it. ahead. Yes. 
Okay, the next, okay, yes, I'm so excited. Okay, the next book that I will be talking about, Lydia, you have read, and I read it this year. Okay. Um, it is, drumroll please, um, The Love Hypothesis by Ali Hazel. Yes. I can't, yes, I can't yes, even yes. get the author's name out because I'm so excited. Allie Hazelwood. Um, uh, I, I'm glad I, you included this because I did not include any Allie Hazelwood, but all of her books are just so good. So good. So good. So good. Yes. I had to include Allie Hazelwood because I read the love hypothesis this year. Um, my friends, Claire and Liz both were like begging me to read the love hypothesis for years at this point. Like they, they read it a long time ago. And so they were like, Gracie, you need to read this. It's amazing. You would really like it. And then, um, Lydia was like, yeah, you need to read it. Like everyone was telling me that I needed to read it. So there was a lot of people who told me to read this one. And I finally decided that I wanted to read it. And man, when I tell you, I read the love hypothesis, it was such a phenomenal experience. And then I read every other Allie Hazelwood book there is, which she yes. has two other novels. So that she, and she just came out with a new, um, yeah. actually fantasy romance. So we'll just give her a shout out really quick. She just came out with her new book bride and she did have another romance release called check and mate. And she's having another release in the summer. So oh, wow. I didn't know about mm-hmm. that. It's called wow. not in love, I think. So anyway, okay. if you're an Allie Hazelwood fan, um, go check Exciting the bookstore. stuff. Yeah. But today we'll be, we will be talking about the love hypothesis. And I just love this book so much. It definitely so deserves good. all of the hype that it gets. Um, anyway, it it is just, it has fake dating tropes. Um, and that's like the main, I feel like that's the main trope. Would yeah. you agree? Well, so our female main character is Olive Smith. She is a third year PhD candidate. Um, she's uber smart, literally just very, very focused on her work. Um, but after a pretty bad breakup, if you will, she is left feeling like she doesn't really believe in romantic relationships anymore or doesn't really believe in love. Like she's just kind of like, I'm done. Like I'm just going to focus on school. Um, she's done with men, but her best friend on is very much in her lover era era <laughs> in her lover era. She is starts dating this person. She really likes this person that is Olive's ex-boyfriend. And Olive, of course, is like, yes, I just want them to be happy. Like I want them to date. And on does not believe Olive that she's over him. Like she's over the ex. So on is like the good friend that she is. She's like, no, like I, like, I'm not going to date him. Like, I'm not going to go after him. If you still have feelings for him, like, no, like our friendship matters more than that ever will. But Olive is like, no, 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 no. Like we're not doing this. So she makes up this lie that she's in a relationship so that her friend on will, di- will date this man. Cause she just wants her friend to be happy. Anyway, on is suspicious and somehow this the series of events turns where olive <laughs> ends up pretending to date her professor and her professor is adam carlson who is a notorious asshole and everyone kind of knows him to be like just like the grumpy mean guy and nobody like everyone complains about him basically so anyway she starts fake dating him. He has motives motives of his own as well. And then, of course, you know, one thing leads to another and it becomes a beautiful romance novel between the two of them. Um, 
And that's kind of all I'll say about the plot. But it, at this book, it was so heartwarming. I feel like every single page I read, I was smiling from ear to ear. Like uh, literally, yeah. it just leaves you feeling so happy. Um, I read this one in a day. Like, did I you was, really? Oh, I did. I read it on a Sunday and I read it the whole day. And wow, it was so good. It just, it just makes you feel so warm. Like it's, it's just so it's, good. I was, I was giddy while reading it. Yes. Like it was one of those. Yeah. So yes. if you want, honestly, if you, if your Valentine's day is free and you have no plans all day long and you're a quick, you might be a quick reader, or if you ever just pick up a book that you're vibing with and can get through it in a day, pick this one up because it yes. is so, it's, it's so good. Like you're going to want to so finish good. it in a day. Yeah. Like you it's are. amazing. Yeah. It's so good. It makes you feel so happy inside. The characters, the story, the everything is amazing. So good. And I do, I loved all of Ali Hazelwood's books so far. I have not read yeah. her newest one, Bride, and I have not read Check In Mate yet, but all of her other ones I have loved. And so can't, can't go wrong. You can't, yeah, you can't go wrong with Ali Hazelwood. But so far, The Love Hypothesis has been my favorite. So I yeah. highly recommend this book. So um, good. Lydia, do you have anything, since you read the book as well, do you have any other thoughts to add? Uh, no, I mean, nothing major. I The spice was spectacular, I thought. Oh, yes, the spice um, is good. Mm -hmm. There was one little aspect that Gracie and I both I said I was Gracie, thinking about that <laughs> I said Gracie when you get to the spice scene let me know if anything sticks out to you mm -hmm. and luckily yes. we're on the same wave wavelength and mm -hmm. the same thing kind of stuck out to both of us so if so, you're reading yes. the spice scene and you find that little little thing that just kind of yeah. like seems a little weird yeah. or kinda off just yeah kind of makes you go hmm, <laughs> hmm. are you sure <laughs> yeah. um let us know choice. let us know in the comments on yes. instagram or something because yeah interesting yeah, you probably yes yeah. <laughs> it could be like a one word two word an emoji <laughs> comment we'll yes. know what you're talking about yeah we'll know what you're talking about uh -huh. um but other than that little key feature oh the spice is perfect. The spice yeah. is perfect. So yes. It does, yeah. Love. Allie Hazelwood does put some good spice scenes in her books, she which really are does. just spectacular. So, yes. And I didn't <sighs> really know I had a thing for like the fake dating trope, but I 100% do because this oh, yeah. book Love was it. phenomenal. Love the fake dating, yes. especially in this one because it's like the scenes are just like perfect. Oh, it's the so fake good. Dating scenes. It's so good. So good. Uh, anyway, so thank you to everybody that I listed that made me read that book because it truly made me so happy inside. Yeah, and I I loved it. Highly recommend. Okay, my next book is every. Oh, I should have. Yeah, you should have known. I should Carly yes. Fortune. Okay, so this is definitely, I mean, I am for sure going to be doing a full episode on this at some point, um, especially if Gracie decides to read it. I, I actually bought the book. It's, it's on my <laughs> TBR shelf. It. Yes, it's on Seriously, my TBR shelf. It's so, it's, okay, so I truly, every couple of months, every few months, I just get in the mood to reread this. And I love it just as much every single time. Um it's definitely a summer read, obviously, every summer after, but I'm including it in this because it is literally my most comeback to, like, my most visited book, like, by and far. Remind me, who made you read this book? I was just thinking about this. I'm pretty positive. Okay, so I was on a bachelorette party. 
a summer ago. I can't remember if I had already bought it and hadn't read it yet or if the girls on the trip were like, no, it's one of my favorites. You have to read it. I think it was the latter that one of the girls on the trips have re- had read it and she said mm-hmm. it was really, really good and that I needed to read it. So I picked it up, I believe, whenever I got back from that trip. And so absolutely. Nice. Thank you so much for the recommendation. Um, okay. So this is a little bit of a then and now between over like several summers. So basically this book features Persephone Fraser, who goes by Percy and she, her family decides to buy a lake cabin. And this lake cabin is right next to the house of, of course, again, kind of like uh, with my first book too, is kind of this, you know, not the same, but very similar as in mm-hmm. the fact that they buy this house and it's right next to another house of the Florics who are full-time patrons of this lake. They live there full-time. That's where they reside. And this is where she, the next door neighbor, she meets Sam Florick. So. They become quick friends when they're younger. Um, this is a definitely a friends to lovers situation. So mm-hmm. we meet Persephone, Percy, whenever she's older, in her 20s, living in the city on her own, like has her big girl job. She's like living life. And so that's how we meet her. And then she's kind of jumped back into time. Um Whenever she gets an unexpected phone call that sends her going back to Barry's Bay, which is the the lake town that she grew up going to over the summers. So she gets jumped back there. She gets called back. And so it's kind of like this then and now of like her revisiting the summers that she spent there. Mm. And then we're also getting the present day of like what's going on present day. Um, Which I do love when they do like kind of flashbacks. I do too. too. I don't Mm -hmm. mind it at all. Some people don't like it, but I don't mind it. And especially in this one, I feel like she did a really, really good job uh, with the flashbacks. Like I didn't feel like they were too long. I didn't feel like we were stuck too much in one specific spot. I think, I mean, the chapters when we jumped back in time were a little bit longer than than you would think, but like, I feel like they were definitely needed. Um, in my professional opinion, (laughs) I feel like it just gives the story such a good history and it gives the reader such like, I just love, I feel like it makes you connect with the characters more when you know all of their history. Yeah. You get to see it unfold. And it was definitely needed for this, uh, for this book. So anyways, it's just, it, again, I come back to this book all the time. I absolutely love it. It just gives you such a warm, happy feeling in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it's truly just one of my favorite books. A great summer read, but also just a great Valentine's Day. If you're in the mood for love, like this one is it. And I have realized that I think my favorite trope is definitely friends to lovers. Like I, yes. something it's about a good it. One. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Something about it. Every time I read it, it's just like, oh, that's perfect. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so this one is, is definitely, it's very interesting. It's very sad in times because we do have the reason that she has to come back to Barry's Bay is kind of a big emotional moment for her. So it's very nostalgic for her to be there. And then it's also to kind of like waking up and realizing, you know, like she's in her twenties and then she wakes up one day and realizes like all of this time has passed and like trying to get back to like the person who she was and like 
you know, reconcile with like her past at the same time. So anyways, it's very good. Very heartfelt and very good. Yes. And my friend who recommended it to me, like after I finished reading it and I like was raving about it, she's like, it, it just makes you like, it just feels like a warm hug, like a warm, a warm summer, a warm summer hug. Uh, So it's fabulous. Let me ask you this. Would it make the reading experience better if I read it during the summer months? Uh, I know. I was just thinking this. I, I mean, personally i think it can be ready anytime i mean i read it over the summer and i thought it was great but also i'm kind of thinking too like if i were to read it now for the first time i would just love it just as much because it's Mm. almost like you're kind of transported into the world so okay it's summer in your head yeah (laughs) it's summer wherever (laughs) you are yes yeah okay do you want to share your third one okay so my third book, which I believe you've read this book too, this one as well. Um, it is called It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. Yes, I have read this. <laughs> okay. I I decided to share this one just because I wouldn't say that it's like one of my favorite romances of all time. However, yeah. it was just really fun to read. It was spicy. It was just, it was it would just make me feel happy. And that's why I'm choosing to share it because it truly like, yeah, I don't think again, I don't think it was like groundbreaking in romance, um, but it is just like one that just makes you feel so just so happy. And I would be glad to go back to it and reread. Like it's just made me feel happy when I, re- when I read it. So it happened one summer is kind of a, Shit's Creek inspired romance is how Tessa Bailey originally um did she really? Yes. I didn't know she described it that way. Uh-huh. But that is so accurate. It's yeah. so accurate. And yeah. yes, and I love Shit's Creek. So when I read that, I was like, Me too. Yeah. Me too. Like literally, yeah. this is perfect. So good. Um, yes, love Shit's Creek. So I was like, okay, you've you've sold me, Tessa. You've sold me. So our main female character is Piper Bellinger, and she is your um, stereotypical socialite. Like she's, um, she's influential. She's fashionable. She is just, she's kind of a party girl. Um, she just like knows, she knows everything. Like she knows everything that's popular at that moment. She's trendy. Um, and then she is out doing her thing, doing her socialite thing one evening and she takes it a little bit too far. The paparazzi is following her. She, you know, gets a little bit too noticed. And so her stepdad has had enough. And her stepdad decides that Piper needs to take a chill pill. She needs to be out of the spotlight and not bring so much attention to her family. And her stepdad is like this major music producer. And um, she also has a younger sister who is in the story as well. So her stepdad is like, you're embarrassing me. Enough's enough. Um, I'm cutting you off. So he cuts off all of her um, money and like flow and then sends her to a small town in Washington called Westport. And this is a huge reality check for Piper. She's like, what the heck is this place? Literally like <laughs> it is um, a town of fishermen. She is no longer um, in the socialite environment because her old home was Los Angeles. So she is just really kind of feeling out of place. Um, 
But she, Piper, one thing I love about Piper's character is she's very positive. She's like, yeah, like this sucks, but like, I'm going to be positive about it. And I'm going to still be, um, very happy and, um, just be myself. And I think that's part of the reason why I really love this book too, is because Piper just isn't afraid to be herself the whole time, which I just find to be really refreshing and admirable in a female man character. Anyway, so Piper and her younger sister move into this, uh, this bar. Well, not really a bar. There's an apartment above the bar, but their family owns the bar. And um, the the bar, Lydia, help me fact check this. The bar was yes. owned by their late father, right? Yes, that's correct. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. I was like, if, if I'm wrong about this, that would be a very heavy thing to be yeah, wrong it was, about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, their father who passed away when they were like babies young, right like very okay. young uh he was a fisherman which is why there's a connection to this town because this town is like a, a big fisher mm-hmm. fish fishing port. Town. Yes. Yeah. Okay. and so he was a fisherman a deep sea fisher and mm-hmm. he owned this bar and then there was the apartment above the bar yes. so it's okay. kind of like still in the family yeah yes that is what i thought so yeah her um so then they go they go to the to live in this apartment above the bar Yes. And while she's there, she's living, it's kind of a shabby apartment. There's kind of a, like in Piper's eyes, it's kind of a crusty old bar. She's like, this is like really not where I want to be, but she's going to make the best of it. So she's living her life. Um, the bar at this point is like not really actively running. People just will like come hang out there and like have a drink of beer. Like they will bring their own beer and just like hang out the bar. Like nobody works at the bar. It's not really an actively running business. Anyway. So while she's there, she runs into a grumpy old, well, not old. He's actually not old. The old hag, a grumpy old hag, <laughs> a grumpy, a grumpy fisherman named Brendan, and he is like, it's very much like grumpy sunshine trope. Like he, yes. he just is like, he just at first he's like, Piper is just too much. Like, what is going on? This girl comes in as he, she wants to change everything. He's very much a man that does not like a lot of change. Um. Anyway, he's grumpy, but of course he is naturally drawn to Piper and they end up just kind of really hitting it off. And then Piper kind of realizes the longer that she stays in Westport, um, the more connection she has with the town. She loves, um, she starts uncovering more of her past about um, what her dad used to do. And like his, um, his mom still lives there so that she has a grandma in town anyway. So she kind of just really kind of slowly starts to put down roots. And she really didn't think that that was possible in her situation so um as she's doing that she decides to fix up the bar that her family owns and of course brendan comes to help and she and brendan slowly start to fall in love and um anyway then then the rest is history you'll have to read to find out the ending the rest is history but i yeah i really did like that one a lot yeah it's just Um, a really a really happy read like it's just, just like yeah, I would say it's just a really easygoing, fun read. And the spice was great. I loved the yes. spice in it. It was, it was Ugh. just, yeah, it just makes you feel good. And that's why I wanted to yeah. talk about it. Because if you just need yeah. a feel good romance, that's a great one to read. Agree. Agree. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Well, um, I have a little special, special segment um, okay. <laughs> that I want to share. <laughs> 
I'm kind of afraid. This is, this is, I'm, I just, you know, thought like, okay, these, at least like when I was picking out my books, I was like, these are all great. Um, well, first of all, I did have one other book, but I'm going to just like for time's sake, I'm not Mm going to share too many details of it, but I do want to give an honorable mention because I feel like it'd be sad if I didn't. Um, but really quick people Mm. we meet on vacation by, um, Emily Henry. And I believe my sister is to be accredited for making me read this because she got me to read Emily Henry. Um, but this is usually just a quick little backstory here. A lot of people, Emily Henry is pretty popular and she has a few books out. This is not her, like people usually don't like this one out of all of her books. I've heard mixed reviews about this one. Yeah. Personally, though, I absolutely loved it. It's another kind of obviously vacation book. So like summertime, but I think you can read it any time of year and it'll still be just as good. Another Friends to Lovers, a little theme going here, I guess. (laughs) I didn't realize. (laughs) But Friends to Lovers, my favorite trope. It's just, again, you have the, the male main character who's just kind of like this innocent, almost a little nerdy guy. Um who will like really just do anything for our female main character. And they're just like best friends. And like, I just love it's a then and now as well, because they have like kind of a growing apart moment and then they come back together. And so it's very, it's just lovely. And it's about Poppy and Alex. Those are their names, by the way. Um, I just wanted to give a quick little honorable mention. Cause like yeah. it's another, out. another one of my absolute favorites. Um, I've also reread this a couple of times and just love it every time I come back to it. But the pro- the premise though is for for a little bit more context. Poppy loves to travel and wants to do have a travel blog, and so basically she kind of gets Alex roped into it. Where they travel, they take a vacation every summer. They meet in college and they decide to take a vacation together every summer um, to somewhere new. And she starts, you know photographing it where she goes and then putting it on her blog. Um, and so it's kind of that premise of like, they're just on vacation together all the time. Um, and just having a good time and just falling more into friendship. And it's just another one of those heartfelt ones for me that I just absolutely love. So can't go wrong with this one either. If you need that. Um, okay. Now my little treat, my little segment for you. This because <laughs> while excited. I was picking, while I was choosing all my books, I was thinking these are all great. There's definitely spice in all of mine, except for the summer I turned pretty, um, because it's YA. But all the other ones have sp- some spice. And I was thinking, you know, this is nice if you want a nice little romance to read on your Valentine's Day. But in case you want something that's just utterly disgusting. <laughs> Which, you know what? And smutty. Most which of us we are here for. That's what we want. That's what we really want, right? <laughs> yes, that's what we're here for. Okay, where did I put them? Okay, I have two. So this one is called A Hunger Like No Other. Oh my gosh. I, and... have, I have this on my TBR because you were like, Gracie, you have to read this. <laughs> it's so good. Um, also, I do want to say I did purchase the book. This book was written in like, Okay, early 2000s. This is a a fantasy romance. This is between a werewolf and a vampire. Mm. Um, Well, she's half vampire, half Valkyrie. So that's just a little taste for you. Um, 
and this was written, this is by Cressley Cole, by the way. And this was written in like, I think the early 2000s. I'm going to see if I can find a date. Um, but this was kind of like the very start of the uh, vampire kind of craziness. So I don't know exactly when this was released, but it was early 2000s. It's a part of a series. I have not read any of the other books in this series, but I found out about this book because of a podcast that Gracie turned me on to, which mm. is called um, Faded, Faded Mates. Oh, yes. I love Faded Mates. Yes. Gracie told me about Faded Mates and I started listening to their podcast and this was like with the very, I think this is like what start, like th this was their first episode that they talked mm. about. And if you haven't listened to Faded Mates, you need to go listen to it. It's so good. They, it's, um, it's a wonderful podcast. Wonderful podcast. So funny. It's amazing. Um, and so they got me to read this book. I ended up buying the physical copy. And as Gracie can see, it is very like the um, mass market, like teeny tiny little yes. <laughs> book that they, you know, print out. But um, so I think honestly, I would not be surprised if this book was like from the release year. Um, but I actually listened to it and I highly recommend because the steamy scenes are oh, like, <laughs> are like another whole other situation with this on audio. Um but I do want to give a disclaimer. It it's it it was written in the early 2000s, and you can tell. Like there are just a, a couple of things that are like, mm, would that pass today? No. But just go into it knowing that, and know that it's it's okay. Like just like you're just gonna have to read it for mm -hmm. what it is. Um, but I do want to just give a little bit of backstory, a little synopsis, a tiny little one for you where we start off with this book. So this again is vampire and werewolf. And this is about Lachlan, who is our werewolf. He is basically being tortured and kept captive um, in the dungeons. I don't even know of like his enemies who, who are the vampires. Right. And right. while he's down there, he, it's like, he's like in the dungeon, like under the streets of Paris or something. And while he's, he's down there, there's a grate above him from like the walk, like the streets above him. Uh -huh. So there's a grate and whatever people passing by. And while he's down there, he gets a whiff of a female and instantly knows that that is his mate. Yes. I'm so and, and werewolves, when they find their mate, they will stop at nothing until they find their mate and basically consummate their relationship. Oh my they gosh. have to have sex with them immediately or they will like go insane. Especially of course, when the, when the full moon comes out, it makes it 20 times worse. Like if they have, if they're anywhere near their mate on the full moon, it is like, yes, it's uh -huh. chaos. I'm mm -hmm. So basically he's down there. He's, he's chained up and he's been tortured for years. I think it's like 50 years or something. He's been down there. And so he gets a whiff of his mate and he chews off his leg. What? So he can get out of the, he can get out of the chains that he's in. Honestly, I'm here for it. His mate, which mm -hmm. his leg grows back, of course, because he's immortal. So his leg does grow back. Don't worry. But he chews it off so he can get to his mate. But he's yeah. he's sorely he's he thinks he must sorely be mistaken when he 
finds his mate and he gets another good whiff of her and realizes that she is half vampire, half Valkyrie, Mm. which vampires are his sole enemy. And so he's kind of like, this has to be a mistake. Like, there's no way that I would be mated to a vampire. Anyways, so that's just a little taste for you. Um, Very sexy, very like enemies to lovers, very like, um, you know, she's captured by him because he literally, he basically kidnaps her because he's like, you're my mate. Like, I'm taking you with me. And she's just trying to live her life. Like she's, it's also modern day. So she's like Mm -hmm. a modern day female with a cell phone and he has no idea what that is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's like kind of one of those things too. And it's just fabulous. But the, the mating scene that we finally get later on in the book is in my opinion, spectacular. It's, I I love it. I am sold. I will be reading. I mean, I already had it on my TBR, but I will definitely be reading. Again, a little bit more filthy for you, a little bit more, you know, like I said, early 2000s. So you're going to get a little bit more Mm -hmm. of the kind of wild stuff, in my opinion. But um, yeah, very good. Okay, so now this last one. (laughs) I am pulling it out. I'm pulling out breeding. (laughs) Actually, yes, I'm here for it. I am so here for it. I am pulling it out. Again, if you want literally the smuttiest thing, literally the smuttiest. I am going to share with you breeding with Bigfoot, and it is exactly what it sounds like. Now, Gracie, I I found this book, and we are definitely going to be doing a we have full to do episode. A full we will episode be on we will be doing a full episode. I just want to recommend it to the people out there who want um, mm. something a little bit smuttier for their Valentine's Day. Yes. Let me tell you, it's like every other page. It is every other. No, it's constant. It's it's constant. constant. Um, But we will be doing a full episode on this because how this book came about, I am a part of a Facebook group. um, (laughs) Gals called Gals Who Read. (laughs) Gals Who Read. And I'm again, I'm not going to get too much into it because we will be doing a full episode. Yes, we will. But basically, I saw this girl post or this person, I don't know if it was a girl. She posted on, they posted on this Facebook group that they were reading this book and that they were excited to read it. And the comments were flooding in. Um, and someone I remember commented, nah, you couldn't get me to post this on Facebook, like mm. that I was reading this book. And so I, instantly I'm intrigued. I'm like, what is this? And so I tell Gracie about it. And yes. I immediately purchased two copies <laughs> and I give one to Gracie. And it was we, a surprise, by the way. She gave it to it me. It was a surprise. At work. And she ran over to me <laughs> with it, like hid, <laughs> hidden in a Sephora bag. Yeah. 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 Don't tell her hand, bosses. Yeah. And she hands me the Sephora bag <laughs> and runs away. She's like, I couldn't do it alone and runs away. And I opened it and I was like, I, I, yeah, I knew I couldn't go on this journey by myself. So anyways, best gift ever. It was best it's, gift yeah, ever. Best gift um, ever. And you can, this is by Siggy Shade, by the way, which is a, which is a, um, code name and, and we don't know who Siggy Shade is. No, they have several other books that are along the lines of like monster romance and, and kind of just like crazy stuff. I just hope that one day I can find out who Siggy Shade is because whoever they are just masterpieces 
really Sadie shade if you're out there we want to have you on the pod please yes yes so you can purchase this though on amazon um i don't think you can get it anywhere else to be honest I, it's self-published no, it's self i believe um and so anyways but it, it is exactly what it sounds like yes. breeding with bigfoot mm-hmm. and so if you have you know a breeding kink um if you're if you're into monster romance or want to try it out i don't know if this is the starter book that that should get you into i don't think this is necessarily a good starter for monster romance but it's definitely there um i would like to say that (laughs) i really haven't had a lot of experience with monster romance me either and i was absolutely shocked by my reaction like literally i was like oh this is just so normal like it was so normal for me to honestly yeah who knows if it's us or or what it is but Mm -hmm. gracie and i i which i haven't finished it by the way um it's been a slow read i just kind of yeah i am too and i just kind of take a a couple pages at a time um uh, uh, personally though I, I see no qualms with it yeah, in my I had head. No it's like, I have no problem with it. I don't know what that says about us, but personally, yeah. um, smut is smut and, yeah. and it's, it's in it. And I, so I it really is a hundred percent. I really thought it was going to be like, I don't know. I thought it, I thought I was going to yeah. have like a real, like I was like, I thought it was going to be super a reaction. Different. Yeah. Like a reaction. No, or something. no I, it was just great. And it, I do want to say it is a hundred percent consensual. Um, yes. for the most part, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. A, no, it's, it's, it's 100% yeah, it's, consensual. Maybe not uh-huh. the maybe not the breeding at the beginning. Well, but, yeah, that's yeah. I, I'll keep my mouth shut about that, but yeah, we'll keep our mouth shut. I, about I, I don't want to. I don't want to give any plot points. Yeah, me it, either. Me either. But basically, though, everything else so is everything is consensual. So no, mm-hmm. no issues there. And again, if you just want something absolutely filthy that will leave you shocked. Um, this is my recommendation. Yes. And again, we will do a full episode on this because we have to, we we just have to. So anyways, that's my recommendation for just, again, if you want something a little bit different, um, than your typical romance, I think that is a great, I have for you a a great book to end on. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime, anytime I, yeah, I, I, so far I've been loving it. Um, yeah. Judge me if you want. I, I mean, if you're, if you're here and judging, I mean, like, come on, no, no judging in this space. There, um, as Lydia, you like what you like. Lydia's mantra is, um, I'll try everything once. I'll try everything once. And mm-hmm. I did try this and I actually don't mind it. I liked it. Um, I liked it. I mean, I did I like it. A I lot. did tell some of my other friends that I was reading it and I did get some weird looks and Hey, you know what? I was like, don't, uh, and then, no and then what you, what you say to them is don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, don't, don't knock, knock it till you try it. it. Um, Bigfoot is great. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Again, I if you recommend. have breeding, if you have a breeding kink, it's perfect for, it's, for it's you. It's literally it, like a flawless, a flawless yeah. read for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So that's where we're going to end today. Um, hopefully you found something that you, We'll get you inspired for Valentine's Day. Um, But yeah, so make sure to come back next Tuesday. Actually, next Tuesday, we are going to be doing a Sad Girls Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day episode. So sad, sad books only. And I'm so excited for that. So definitely come back next Tuesday for an all new episode of She Made Me Read It. Thank you for listening. And as always, if you have read any of the books that we have talked about today, definitely make sure to go to our Instagram at She Made Me Read It pod and let us know who made you read it. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.